Hey, welcome to another episode of the Time Blueprint. Walter Storholt alongside Frank Oliver. And coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking about income planning. This is the second piece of the Time Blueprint process. We're on the I piece now. So what do you need to know about income planning? Why is it important for anybody preparing for retirement, their financial future? We're going to give you all the answers on today's show. Frank, you ready to go? Let's do this. Let's rock and roll. It's time for the Time Blueprint. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Time Blueprint with Frank Oliver of Oliver Asset Management. Here, we break down taxes, income, money, and estate planning, giving you the tools to make informed financial decisions and aim for better retirement outcomes. Your host is financial advisor, Frank Oliver, the president and founder of Oliver Asset Management. He's the author of Your Time Is Now, sharing the essentials you need to know to craft a comprehensive and customized retirement plan. Dive in with us as we offer clear strategies and straightforward advice, all designed to empower you in your financial journey. Welcome to the Time Blueprint. Welcome to the show, everybody. Frank, it is good to be with you once again. Good to see you as well, buddy. How you been? I've been great. How was your weekend? It was really good. We, uh, I did a hike. And took a lot of good pictures. Like every weekend. Well, I'm more frequently now. Yes, yeah. I, I did love it. 11 miles. Did you so, really? Yeah. Uh, you look fantastic. Welcome to Colorado. Yeah. Thank you yes, very much. Yeah. I will tell you that uh, it, just like I think maybe there's a financial planning lesson in this, yeah. the way up's not so bad. Coming down <laughs> is when the knees and the feet and everything just starts screaming at you. And when I almost fall 17 right, times. Right. You, you know? couldn't be more true. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't be more right on that one. It is. Yeah. Uh, I think we may actually be able to connect the dots to that in our income planning discussion today and how maybe easier to accumulate money through your life, but kind of hard when you get to retirement and it's kind of viewed as the way down, mm-hmm. right? And it gets a little harder for folks. Yeah. We talk about that quite a bit, actually, at some of our workshops where you actually need a different set of tools. If you're, we relate it more to the Sherpa and mountain climbing, we okay. actually need a different set of tools for climbing than you do, you know, retreating back down that hill. And I think it's similar, you know, with, with hiking, you know, it's a totally different strategy climbing versus, versus descending. So it, it is a really good analogy for sure. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Well, let's dive into our conversation today, Frank, if you have any questions for us at all, uh, if you're watching the video podcast on YouTube, uh, you're going to see contact information at the bottom of your screen as we go throughout the show today. But you can always call Frank if you have any questions at all at 720-897-TIME. That's 720-897-8463. And of course, online at oliverassetmanagement.com. Schedule a free strategy session online today. All right. So we're really focusing on income planning today. And then later in the show, we've got a good uh, mailbag question. We're going to get some tax questions with a little bit of uh, a debt piece of the equation thrown in there as well. But the main crux of our show, income planning. So it's been said, Frank, that if you don't have an income plan, you really don't even have a retirement plan in the first place. Would you agree with that? And, And why would that be an accurate? Statement. Yeah, I, I could agree more. And I think that when people get ready for retirement, their biggest struggle is trying to determine how long their money's going to last. And it's really difficult to know how long your money's going to last unless you have an income plan built. And you don't have an inco- income plan built until you actually have a budget or a cash flow statement. So mm. um, yeah, it's, it's a challenging component. It's a challenging piece of the puzzle for sure. Um, definitely something we love to help people out with. Yeah. So that's why we're going to focus so deeply on that today. I want you to think about all of your current clients. Mm -hmm. Try to remember when they walked into the office to see you for the first time, what percentage of them came in with an income plan already in place and just needed some fine tuning versus just nothing in existence at all? That's a pretty easy question to answer, Walter. Okay. (laughs) I could count on one hand, maybe the amount of people that have come into my office from another 
office from another planner or just from their 401k provider or their job or their banker or whatever, where they actually had a formalized financial plan with an income plan built. Okay. So, yeah. That's not many. It, do- because it doesn't happen very you've often. You've met with more than people on one hand. Hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds. <laughs> so maybe 1%, something like that, maybe come yeah, in that, with a plan. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Correct. Yep. So if you're watching and listening to today's show, are you in that 1% or are you more likely in the 99% that hasn't put together mm-hmm. an income, income plan before? Or an in-clam. Or an in-clam plan. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, why are so many people prepared, uh, unprepared in this arena of retirement plan? Because even good savers are maybe coming in without this income plan in place. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I can answer this question in kind of a humorous manner, but do you, do you really like to look at how much money you spend every month? Have no. Ever, no. I hate right? it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell people- I like uh, looking at how much comes in, but right? not how much goes not, out. Not how much goes out. Yeah. Exactly. Do you pay your bills or do your wife, does your wife pay your bills? I pay the bills. Do you pay the bills? All yes. right. So I'm, that's I'm probably the, money the guy least in the family. favorite thing that you like to do, right? Yeah. Well, that's why it's on autopilot, so I don't have to think about it much. <laughs> exactly. Right. right? <laughs> so it, myself, uh, you know, I, I'm in the same boat. So yeah. when I go shopping, I, sh- I I might have mentioned this to you before, maybe on a different podcast, but I shop like two or, you know, I, I shop like once every two or three years. Okay. I hate to shop for okay. clothes. It drives me batty, right? So when I go shopping every once or, you know, once every two or three years for clothes, I literally will go to Nordstrom's Rack in Boulder, which is a discount, nice clothes okay. place, but it's a discount clothes place, right? Yeah. And I'll walk through and put as many things in the shopping cart as I possibly can, because I know I'm not doing it again for three years. Oh, that's great. It's, it's hilarious, right? Yeah. And then I hand my wife the credit card. And I walk out the door. Because you don't want to see the wanna, number. I don't want to see a receipt. Oh, I don't want to have any idea. Now, I don't feel really guilty <laughs> about doing that because I won't do it again for another three years. Right. But I think everybody's in that same boat. Um, doing an income plan is, is really, really challenging because not many people actually have a, a defined budget. They don't have a defined expense plan. Mm. And maybe it's because it's just not... It's not enjoyable to call yourself out if you're not being financially responsible. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people that are highly financially responsible, but there's an element of people out there. We just like to have fun. We like to enjoy ourselves. You know, we enjoy the fruits of our labor. And when it comes time to actually maybe trying to put the constraints on our spending, it, it's not an enjoyable component of life. Yeah. You know? But but it's important. It, it'll make or break your plan, a good income plan and a good budget. So you hit on something really big there by illustrating we like seeing what's coming in, but we don't like seeing what's going out. Right. And that's why people don't have the overall income plan in place because it involves both of those things. Right. And that's where the problem lies because we only really want to look at one piece of the puzzle. Right. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. So what steps do we need to start taking if we don't have an income plan in place and we want to get an effective retirement plan that has this income component? What are the first steps that you start taking people through? You know, we try to make it as easy as we can on people. So our retirement planning software actually has a budget that we send everybody digitally. It's pre-built. It must have 30 different fields on there from travel to charitable giving to health insurance to mortgage to property taxes to you know miscellaneous expenses to veterinary bills. So it's a pre-built budget. You just sit there with a glass of wine or a soda or whatever you do at your house at night yeah. and, and the budget comes across. You sit there at your computer and just pre and, and just fill out the um just type a number in the in the pre-built fields. Is okay. all you have to do. Yeah. Once that once that number's in there, it'll come right back across to our office. We can see their entire budget. We adjust for inflation. We set the payoff dates if their house is going to be paid off in 10 years. At that point, they know exactly what they have coming in from retirement, pension, Social Security. They have no, They know what they have going out. They know how inflation is going to impact that. They know how a, a modest rate of return is going to impact their assets. And it'll actually um, project exactly where they'll be every 
every year during their retirement process. Okay, very so, cool. Yep. So we got to figure out that in and that out component. Then we can start putting together the plan of how you're going to make the in more than the out, right? <laughs> right, right. <Yeah. laughs> That's important. Not yeah. only in year one, but you don't want year... the out more than the big, right? Or right. More than the end, yeah. Uh, not only in year one, but year five, 10, 20, and for the so rest forth. of your life, absolutely. That's yeah. why that inflation component, including that, I bet even if someone comes in with an income plan, a lot of people overlook that inflation piece and realizing their buying power is going <sighs> to minimize over the years. Yeah, I think most people will um, forget about the inflation component. I also think a lot of people will put in too strong of a rate of return. Mm. So there's a lot of software out there where you can just default your rate of return at six, seven, eight percent, saying that say the average, you know, the S and P's average eight or nine percent over X amount of years. They'll put that in there. Okay. And I think that that's creating some false expectations. I see. So we use a four or five percent rate of return. Oh, interesting. Yep. Absolutely. And that's a big difference. Huge. I mean, we don't have to go through all the numbers on today's podcast, but five versus nine, let's say, would dramatically change the oh, assumed absolutely. plan. Everybody's going to succeed at nine or ten percent. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but if the markets don't average that, you really, you know, we 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 like to. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, under promise and over deliver. Yeah, I was going to so, like uh, you're building a buffer. Yeah, of, of sorts. Okay, absolutely. So you make yeah, that if the a market big piece. comes in at nine. You know, great. Life is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a great way to put together a plan. Yeah. Better than just hoping for the highest return, right? Right. Um, very good. All right. So as we move on from there, I'm wondering if we can maybe bring this all home with a story of how you helped a specific individual with an income plan who didn't have one at all. They're in that 99% where they come in to meet right. with you. Uh, put a face to the story of how this income plan then makes a difference. Was that person nervous before they came in to meet with you, unsure of what their retirement future was going to look like? And then how'd you kind of work their situation. Yeah, I can I can totally go back and remember two clients that came in. Um, they actually were wholesalers for the furniture industry. They oh, wholesaled cool. to Woodley's around here and all kinds of different okay. furniture stores. And they wanted to retire. Um, were highly concerned about the retirement days because they, they, they worked on the road. They traveled to five different states selling furniture and they were burnt out. They had done this for 30 years. Okay. So they needed to retire. Um, he was actually going to put the name, uh, the license plates on his truck, get custom plates that said social security timing. Okay. Because <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. we designed an entire budget or we, we helped them design their budgets. Uh, we redid all of their assets for them. We reinvested their money correctly. We put protection mechanisms on their assets and we timed their social security in such a manner that it enhanced their retirement so much that they actually were able to retire three years early. Wow. Okay. So that's the income piece. That's the income plan. Because if they had just retired at, I'm just going to say, you know, at at 62 or whatever, turned on Social Security as soon as they could, their retirement looks very different than if they go through that planning process and turn things on at the right time. Right to then build that proper plan out. Social security timing is crucial. It's probably one of the most important components of your retirement plan and your income plan is, is social security. It's a social security is the strongest component of your income plan. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to hundred percent rely on it, but no, not we're right certainly now, not right? going to yeah, ignore there's some changes it. Right? going on out there for sure. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Very good. I would imagine that for a lot of people that come in to meet with you, the very base issue is sometimes people just don't realize that they're actually in a better position than they than they think they are. Mm-hmm. I think about my own parents. They kind of went through this recently when they were preparing to retire. Um, actually, mom put her notice in today um, uh, as she's retiring like in you know three weeks now. So, no kidding. Yeah, she put her well, notice in today. Congratulations so congrats, to mom. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. cool. Yeah, nice job, mom. Yep. Yeah. So it, it's kind of interesting when she and dad were preparing for retirement, they really just... 
they were super nervous about what they sure. were going to accomplish. And it wasn't until they really sat down and said, okay, well, actually, we've got this pension and, and this pension from a previous job. Mm-hmm. And, oh, there's a 401k that's done really well over here in the last couple of years. And because she'd been in that habit of just never looking at statements right. and never had that great grasp of how that was all going to turn sure. into replacing their paychecks. Sure. So they went from the realization of, I'm not going to be able to retire until I'm 70. And dad even was in the maybe never retire camp to they're pulling the trigger this year and they're under 65. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. And and I think you're right. A lot of people just don't have a general grasp on when they can retire. Um, And I think it all comes down to, you're right. Did they look at their social security statement? Did they add up all of their pensions? Do they know how much they can produce from their assets? If you look at a million dollars, that's a big number. I get it. Yeah. But a million dollars really is $50,000 a year. That's how you need to look at that. If you're doing a 5% withdrawal rate from that million dollars, trying to preserve that principle as much as possible, you're really looking at a million dollars of 50,000 a year. Now, if you want to deplete that a little bit, you can actually, you can step up that withdrawal rate. Right. But 5% is a pretty safe number. Um, yeah. You know, the 4% rule has been out for a long time, actually. Yeah. Um, we use a 5% rule because I don't think everybody wants to die with that same million dollars in their account. They would enjoy it. Yeah. You know, but- That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Because a lot totally. of people push the other direction and say, mm-hmm. oh, the 4% rule is too aggressive. You should go three or two. But that's an important perspective to remember. You're talking about those, per- if someone's heard the 4% rule as an example, right. that's to essentially die with the same amount of money in that's that to pot. preserve everything yeah and not everybody that's not everybody's objective or their goal right for sure but um you know and and a million dollars is is a is a lot of money to have so if somebody's got half a million dollars you're looking at twenty thousand dollars a year twenty five thousand right. dollars a year is really what that is is capable to pre, you know yeah. is capable of producing safely yeah so. and some people can live off of that plus a social security and a something else and they're just fine in retirement others it's Absolutely. too low and that's why you got to go through the process right and you got to have a budget you got to have an income plan, you have to put all of this together. And that's really the only way to design a safe retirement plan. Well, that's the time blueprint. This has been the I portion in time, of course, taxes, income, money, and estate planning um, all go into the process of planning for retirement. And so this is just one of those big four pieces of the Mm -hmm. puzzle, but a really important one to figure out. One of the most crucial, for sure. Yeah, very good. Well, if you'd like to go through the planning process with Frank and the great team at Oliver Asset Management, it's very easy to do so. You can reach out to us by calling 720-897-TIME. That's 720-897-TIME. Or go online to oliverassetmanagement.com. You can schedule a free strategy session online today or by calling. Come in, meet Frank and the great team, and uh, get on the path to a more secure and a better financial future. Frank, thanks for your help breaking down income planning on the show today. We're not done yet. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to get to know Frank a little bit better. And don't forget to stick around for our great mailbag question today as well. Congrats to your mom. Yeah. Go mom. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. So time to get to know Frank a little bit better on today's show. So Frank, what app? This is fun. Uh, This one could be revealing. Uh, What app on your phone do you use the most? I actually use the CNBC and the Charles Schwab app. Are the two oh, those are boring app. answers. I know, I'm a boring person. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a financial guy, so that's acceptable. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, most people say Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, right, Twitter, right. something like that. Nope, I'm Charles Schwab and CNBC are my two most utilized apps on my phone. I, I should would, have more fun, shouldn't I? You should. You yeah, should have more. What's your third most? Is there, what's third, your mo- would, third would probably be Facebook. Facebook we do a lot okay. of marketing on Facebook, so I, so you're on there I use it to track that. That's, uh, your, that's yeah. your social media of, of preference, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very nice. I would say mine is, um, 
well, Chrome. I just use the internet more. The I search, search engine. I just yep. use the browser yeah. more than anything. Probably that's my yeah. most used. Or Gmail because I'm constantly emailing people. Yeah. But. Well, okay. If you're gonna look at those as apps, it would definitely be <sighs> that's be my true. Gmail Maybe then. I'm cheating with, yeah, with using those. Yeah. yeah. Maybe specific app. Okay. There's a weather app that I use. I'm a nerd. Uh, there's a weather app I you're use a all the bit time. Of a nerd. Yeah. 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 It's a weather message board, and it's on all an right. app, so I use that a lot. I use the so. weather one too because, uh, and I've been watching it today. But well, so all of my hobbies include weather. Flying and boating. That's right. Yeah. Both of my You've got to know what's going on. I got to know what the wind's doing. Yeah. Exactly. Wind and lightning, so. right? <laughs> wind and lightning, right? Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Chad GPT. Have you looked into that one? Um, yes. I, I w- it's on my phone. It's pretty it, cool. Is it on the phone? It's okay. It's like 20 or 30 bucks for the entire year. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Okay. I didn't yeah. know they had an app version yet. So. It's pretty neat. There you go. Yeah. We'll, we'll do another question in the future of like app recommendations. There we can both go. like just go through our right. phones and be like, oh, this is a cool app. Check this one out, <laughs> folks. Let's get Tyler down here for that. There you go. Yeah. yeah. He's probably the techie among us all. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Love it. Well, there you go. Getting to know Frank Oliver a little bit better. Uh, Still coming up, we're going to answer a mailbag question. Time to answer one of our listener and viewer questions on the mailbag. So here we go. This one comes to us from Chris. By the way, submit a question online anytime you can do that at oliverassetmanagement.com, of course. All right. So Chris says, I owe $21,000 on my truck, Frank, but that's my only debt. So that's good news. Yeah, it is good news. I just hit 59 and a half, so I can take money out of my 401k now without penalty. Should I make a withdrawal to pay off the truck and be debt free? We actually write about this in my book. So okay. My uh, Your Time Is Now book. The Your Time Is Now book, so yes. Here. Pick up your copy at the uh, by coming in and visiting Please with Please do, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's a good question. And are you ever really out of a penalty spot with um, a 401k or an IRA? You may be out of the, the penalty spot as far as the 10% penalty. But there's always a tax okay. burden that goes along with uh, – with pulling excessive amount of money out of your IRA or 401k. Okay. So so people um, need to view it as really two, you get hit twice. Yeah. And you got to be, you got to be careful of your marginal tax bracket. Mm-hmm. So if you're right there at that limit at that 12% tax bracket, you retire, your income drops, you're right there at that limit where all your income is going to be taxed at 12%. That's a pretty low tax bracket until you decide to pay off your truck with a $21,000 IRA withdrawal pops you right up into the 22% tax bracket. Mm. That $21,000 withdrawal just cost you 22%. You literally lost almost a quarter of your money wow. by paying that truck off. Now, you know, look at look at the interest rate of the truck. So what if you're paying a 1%, 2 3% interest rate on that truck? Right. Rates are a little bit higher today, but if the loan was a little bit older, yeah. I mean, Which it could makes be a sense 0%. if he's only down to that amount at this point. Right, yeah. it could be a 0% truck loan. So you're going to pay 22% in taxes to pay off a 0% loan. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I, it, I I wouldn't do it. Yeah, sounds like um, come in obviously and get a full review on your question there, Chris. But that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. And I would imagine, Frank, we could plug in the house question into this same situation, Absolutely. right? Like yeah. I've got a hundred k left on my house loan. Should I pay that yeah. off? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's the same exact scenario. Yeah. Imagine taking a hundred thousand dollars out of your four hundred one k or your IRA, and that gets hit at twenty two percent versus twenty two percent, twenty four percent. It yeah. depends on what's going to happen on tax rates in the future. You know, I yeah. mean, a hundred thousand dollars could cost you an easy twenty two thousand dollars in taxes. So, though you think you're saving off. by not paying interest on those items, you're actually going to cost yourself money. Yep. We had a couple of clients up in Estes Park, just a super cool couple, and they came down and um, showing off their brand new SUV that they bought. Nice. And they told me they paid cash for it, and it's actually a true story in my book. I was doing a review with them and they called me out. They're like, we read about us in your book. Oh, no. You called us out on this, right? So, that was a different so, couple from Estes right, Park. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so we, uh, yeah, so they bought like a $60,000, $70,000 SUV. No big deal. They have plenty of money. They got two pensions. They got full Social Security benefits. They had a ton of income. 
but I knew where all their money was and I knew how it was working. And, and they told me that they had paid cash for this car. Okay. And so I asked them, where'd you get the money? Because you, you, all your money's working. You don't have $100,000 in cash or $70,000 in cash. Yeah. Well, they told me they had an IRA with another advisor back east where they were teaching college. And they just left it there for years. He's retired. They decided, why don't we just cash this in? Okay. And I kind of made this grimace on my face. And they said, did we do something wrong? I'm like, ah, you know, let's just wait till tax season and see what happens. But just be prepared. And I left it at that. I didn't want to make him feel bad. Yeah. I think that $70,000 purchase cost them $15,000, $18,000 in taxes. Wow. Right. Yeah, that hurts. And that was back in the 0% finance days on cars. When you wouldn't have even had to worry about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, man. Yep. It hurts. No be fun careful. to go through those things. Yeah, be yeah. careful tax deferred accounts for sure. That brings up one last good question, yeah. and then we'll wrap up the podcast for the week. The relationship with your financial advisor. Some people would think of it as you really are only asking them the high level planning questions, right. and that something like, you know, can should I buy this car? Wouldn't be something you ask your retirement financial planning advisor. But do you encourage your clients to ask you those kinds of questions? We answer all of those questions yeah. for our clients. So when we build a full time plan, you know, we're looking at taxes, income, money, and estate planning. So we know before they make that purchase where they're at from a from an ordinary income perspective or a marginal tax bracket. So if okay. they want to make that big purchase, we we help them decide, should I finance part of this? Should I pay cash for it? Where should that money come from? Yeah. You know, is it gonna put me in too high of a tax bracket? There's all kinds of considerations there. If you if you're 65, you got right. Medicare, you got Irma taxes on that, Irma charges. So, so any current clients watching or listening to the show, don't hesitate to reach out no, if those absolutely. kinds of questions pop up. Yeah, you know? they definitely need to call us. Um, I think all financial planners should do this. I just, I don't know yeah. how often that happens in the industry. So Probably more rare than you would think. Unfortunately. So. Yeah. Well, very good. Frank, thanks for all your help on the episode today. Really yep. enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget, you can pick up a copy of Frank's book, Your Time Is Now. It goes over the time blueprint planning process. Um, it's a great resource for you if you are wanting to dip your toe into the financial planning waters. Uh, you can request that book by calling 720-897-TIME or, again, get in touch with us through the website uh, to request the book. You can come in for that uh, free strategy consultation as well, 720-897-TIME or online at Oliver assetmanagement.com oliverassetmanagement.com Frank, great show. Talk to you again next week. Thank you. All right, sounds good. We'll see everybody next time right back here on The Time Blueprint. Advisory services offered through Creative One Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Creative One Wealth, LLC, and Oliver Asset Management are unaffiliated entities. Licensed insurance professional. Respond and learn how financial products, including life insurance and annuities, can be used in various planning strategies for retirement. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. The tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional tax advice for applicability to your personal situation.